listening to the Like Daughter, Like Mother podcast. My name is Emily, and I'm here with my mom, Kim. We are here to show you how to embrace the differences and bridge the gap between our generations in order to create successful businesses. Instead of discrediting their new ideas and ways of life, we should take a page out of their book to see what they're doing to have become some of the youngest and most successful entrepreneurs of our time. And although us young entrepreneurs may be able to excel in our businesses just by masterminding with one another, it can also be extremely beneficial for us to learn from and work with those who may be older and more experienced in a business professional environment. Join us on our journeys as we build our own businesses from the ground up and help each other along the way. Hey everyone, in today's episode, my mom and I are going to be having kind of a conversation about your uh, reframing your mindset and your beliefs and how you think or learning how to train your mind to think differently. Um, and this kind of started because I, um, from something I've been learning from a mentor of mine in a course that I'm taking um, about mindset and how it really is like been helping my day to day, um, and how I think and react to things. So I just thought it would be helpful for everybody else to learn something new. And, um, so I'm going to be sharing some of my thoughts with my mom and she'll kind of give some of her own feedback and all that. Stuff. Okay. Let's do it. Okay. So <clears throat> a lot of this is about obviously trying to have a positive mind, have an abundant mindset around everything in life, whether it's money or love or whatever you're feeling, you want to have that like abundant feeling. And we'll get into like Maybe we'll have another episode where we're a little more like spiritually on you, but mm-hmm. you basically want to be like an energetic match for things that you want and you can't, there's no way for the universe, God or whoever you believe in to, to give you your desires and the life that you want if you are not an energetic match for what you want. So you need to be able to reframe your mind and how you think and react to things in life in order to get there. So meditation helps, but also just becoming aware of how you think and feel and react to what your circumstances. So as an example, last week, I think it was, um, one of my dogs headbutted me in the face and like I just I thought I lost a tooth I was like my my bottom tooth was bleeding it was loose and my top tooth was chipped and I was like freaking out I wanted to literally kill him and I was like it was just such a, a terrible time I had just invested in this course and I was like what the hell like I I don't have I don't have dental so I pay out of pocket 
for the dentist and I was mm-hmm. just like this is the absolute worst time and like I've never had a cavity I've never had anything wrong with my teeth and now this freaking dog has to like knock my tooth out I was like so afraid like I was like I'm gonna have to replace a tooth like I can't afford to replace a tooth that's like thousands of dollars and right. and it hurt and I was just like upset and I cried and I was just like oh my god what am I gonna do and luckily one of my boyfriend's childhood friends has become a dentist so he was like I'll give I'll text him see if he has room for you today like usually you know he's pretty cool with you know like not jacking the price up too much like it might be not too bad like we'll see but I needed to get it checked out because I was like literally never had this much pain and it was like a loose tooth so <clears throat> anyway, yeah. long story short or longer, <laughs> too late. Um, I was driving to the dentist, or I was driving running an errand before my dentist appointment, and I was like trying to like find a way to reframe the way I was thinking about mm-hmm. things. I had kind of calmed down already. I was like done crying about it, and I was just like, okay, like let's just like think a little bit more positively here. Like, what's the lesson? What's the you know what's a positive spin on this and in my head I'm like you know maybe the dentist you know maybe I'm going to be the client that gives the dentist enough money where he you know reaches his like monthly income goal and he or you know it's a little bit extra money and it'll go towards a vacation he's planning or something that he wants to do I'm going to like help him financially so this is like the, with the money mindset that money is just, um, energy, energy, and it just circulates around and right. you helping him will eventually circulate the money back to you. Right. So like, that's the mindset. Right. So you don't spend money, you circulate money. It's just energy. It always comes back to you and you don't even have to think about it in a way where like, like you don't want to think like every time I give money, I'm going to get money, but like just the idea that it is just energy it's circulating it will come back to me eventually and mm-hmm. yeah I was just kind of thinking like you know it'll be fine like it is it's just money I'll make more money and you know maybe I'll end up like you know we'll have to fix my tooth but in the process we'll kind of straighten out the rest of my teeth or you know I'll fix my mm-hmm. teeth and make them even better and you know whatever I'll help this guy out and everything will be fine like it's fine we'll figure it out right and so anyway I went to the dentist he did x-rays whatever didn't need a tooth and then when I went to leave they were just like you're all set and I did not have to pay anything wow it was like it was so awesome wow I like this is it's awesome I was ready to pay and I Mm -hmm. felt like good feelings inside of me about paying if I had to I was kind of like right. ready yeah then I didn't even have to and I'm not saying because I reframed my mindset that was the reason I didn't have to pay like maybe either way he wouldn't have charged me right but going into a shitty situation like still having those shitty feelings right doesn't make you feel any better and no. a lot of times you can't do anything about it anyway so you can either continue like you can't like by all means I'll probably cry about more things and I will definitely cry about more of things. Course. of course sure uh, and you have to like let yourself feel the feelings of like shittiness mm-hmm. but you need to eventually like pick yourself up dust yourself off and come up with something good 
something positive. And, you know, your attitude going in maybe did help with the fact that he didn't charge you because you didn't walk in there with a shitty attitude like, oh, my God, this is going to cost money or, you know, you know, I'm going to be the client that helps you get some new golf clubs, I bet. Right. Or, you know what I mean? You know, didn't go in there with that real shitty, you know, attitude and you went in there and were positive and you were just a genuine person. Mm -hmm. And... You know, it didn't really, you know. Right, because people, we're all energetic beings. So whatever energy right. we're putting out there, whether or not we actually are, like, trying to, like, be an asshole or not, like, you're going right. to put that, yeah, energy is felt by other people. So exactly the energy of me being, like, a douche and, like, not a nice person <laughs> and, like, right. friend Shane's shitty girlfriend that, like, is a bitch. Like me yeah. and like, yeah, fuck this girl, like charger. Right. So right. because I, that is a good point. Like I maybe did control that a little bit. Right. Said, either way, like you, most of the time it's something you can't control. If mm-hmm. it's something you can control, then you need to figure out a way to solve. Right. You can, you can only control how you react. Right. Yep. You know, or how you respond um, and in one of the things that I learned, you said you just taken this, this course and I have been taking a course too. And, and it's uh, very, very similar, a lot about mistaken beliefs and limiting beliefs and responding and reacting. And so a response, so if you just reacted, it would, you know, it would just, of course, what you did as soon as, you know, you, the dog headbutted you, you know, you got upset, you cried, you whatever. And then, then you, but if you're able to then, think logically and come up with a legitimate, mature response. You know, so reaction is just something you do like right away, quickly. And sometimes if you're alone, your reaction isn't all that important as it is, of course, if you're with other people and you react like an ass. Um, but to be able to control those into, so you can formulate, like I said, a mature response to something, because that's what you can control. How you respond. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So Glad your teeth are good. It's still in your head. They are still in my head. It was just a uh, and you, fracture and torn ligament. Who knew? That who knew you could do that in your, in your mouth, and your jaw, or whatever? But, and now you also found yourself a new dentist that you trust that you will continue to go to. Exactly. So you you feel better about that. You don't you know that you're not going to go there and get screwed by the dentist because you've already had that experience, and he has acquired a new client. patient. Right, patient. Yeah, so yeah, so you are going to go there again. He is going to make money from you. Right. Um, but you have a good relationship, and it's a good solid relationship to you know to start. It's a good way, solid way to start a relationship especially when you're with a doctor or a dentist where most of us, you know, freak out about going to. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But yeah, your reaction and response is so important because we can't control most of the stuff that happens. Or well, not most, but a lot, maybe most. It depends, but. Right. And yeah. I think also this can kind of go along with um, reframing your mindset is, 
when the way you view other people or other things or other people's circumstances will really affect you. And Mm -hmm. like, for example, if you follow people on Instagram who are very wealthy and they like share their nice cars, nice house, nice things, they go shopping and they do all this like stuff. They spend money on their hair. They spend money on their nails and they're like, they show it all on mm-hmm. um, their like Instagram story or Facebook story or whatever all the time depending on the person of course I mean there are some people who do that and maybe they're just like an ass and trying to show off and whatever and maybe you should just unfollow them but there are some a lot of people that do it that I like a lot and I'll follow them and it doesn't I've made it I've shifted my mindset so that I'm not looking at them with jealousy or like must be nice or Mm -hmm. like all right we get it like you have money like go away now like I look at it as motivation as like, wow, that's awesome. Like if they can do it, I can do it. Mm -hmm. That's what kind of fuels me. And I love that. I love seeing Mm -hmm. that. Like more, keep showing me, show me every part of your life. So I like to do the same. Right. And like you had said, we had talked the other day um, offline (laughs) about how everyone doesn't want all of the same things either. So you know, sometimes things that other people do might motivate you. It might not be exactly the same thing that you want, but it motivates you to do or, you know, strive for something that you want. Right. And that's what we had talked about, how there is enough in the unit for everybody because everybody doesn't want the exact same things. Right. Like if you think about God or Buddha or the universe or whoever, whatever, higher power you believe in Uh they are probably not an ass they probably not they would not put you on this planet with desires or wants or needs unless you could fulfill them exactly yeah right i don't believe that any of that any higher power was putting us here to be victims to be miserable to be without to be yeah it's I mean, it is obviously up to you to find a way to get it, but I find myself asking the universe or whoever for guidance a lot of times, Mm -hmm. and you don't want to force anything, but you want to be open to new things and to new feelings. You can really only trust yourself when it comes to that. Like, you don't want to always be looking for a sign, like... Right. I was telling you before in um, Gabby Bernstein's book, um, what the heck is it called? Oh, The Universe Has Your Back. Love mm-hmm. the book. But part of it was um, something where she wasn't sure about like a house or something. And she was like, if I see an owl, that'll be my sign that, you know, this is a good idea or whatever. And then she saw the owl and she was like, great, it's a good idea. Like, whatever. Right. But if you, if your sign is the owl and you see the owl and it means you can't do something and you're like, Oh my God, that's terrible. I feel so bad. Like I really wanted to do that. And now I saw the owl and that was my sign. And now I can't like, that's your sign. Like feeling, your feelings are your sign. Like if Mm -hmm. you have that gut feeling where you're like really super bummed that now your sign means that you can't do something that you wanted to do. 
Like right. that as your sign and do it because obviously you have a really good feeling about doing it or you wouldn't be so upset about not being able to do it. Right, right. So you got to follow your intu- intuition too and also learn how to do things that are fulfilling, not just things that make you happy because things that make us happy, if you're looking about the difference between happiness and fulfillment, very often we see things that make us happy as like just things. Like you said, right. just like this house or this car or, you know, I'm going to get my nails done. And that makes you happy for a short period of time. But that happiness, that's not because it's not fulfilling something in your life. It's short lived. And then you need to move on to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. You just keep this vicious circle of trying to find things that make us happy because we're not looking to find things that fulfill us in our lives. And I, for one, have lived 58 years trying to find happiness, the pursuit of happiness. And it was always around something. When I, you know, finish college, when I get this job, when I finish this next degree, when I get this next job, when I buy this house, when I have this, when I get this car, when I do this, when I go on vacation, when I, and it was just this continuous vicious circle of trying to find something that's going to make me happy. And then finally I realized a year and a half ago, I'm not going to be happy until I'm fulfilled. Mm -hmm. And what I'm doing in my life currently is not fulfilling. And, you know, but getting back to intuition, sometimes we have so many limiting beliefs and mistaken beliefs that we've grown up with that we lose sight of our intuition. And that's why I think, doing things like meditation and it's a practice. You have to keep doing it because right away you don't necessarily get it, but you do eventually where you can quiet all of that noise in your life. That's you've been, you've been telling yourself and listening to other people tell you, you can quiet that and shut that the hell up and finally get in tune with your own intuition and who you are and who you want to be and what is fulfilling to you. And it's still difficult because I still feel as though people, you know, expect this, that, or the other thing from me. And then I get really pissed off because that's not what I want to do. And then I think, well, why am I still doing shit for other people? I'm going to be 59 pretty soon. And how many more years am I going to live for other people? And then I stop. But so it's a, you know, it is a learning curve. It's a process to get through, but you know, you're going to keep learning and learning things about yourself over and over and over again, um, hopefully until we do die so that it is a continuous learning. You don't want to just quit and say, well, I'll just sit here now and wait till I die. Right. I mean, it's always going to be a continuous circle and things can be great motivators. And I don't think there's anything wrong with money buying happiness to an extent. Like money right. solves a well, lot you need, of problems, but you right need to exactly to acquire those things to make your money needs to be fulfilling. Mm-hmm. So if you're working a shitty job that you hate because you really want a nice car. Once you get the nice car, you still have to go back to your shitty job the next day. Like that doesn't right matter. You right. Know what I mean? Like okay, now you get like maybe a vacation once a year. You get to live in a really nice house, but you can't enjoy the time in your house because you hate your job like your job takes up so much of your time and right if you find work that fulfills you if you find a way to do what you love and make a living then Mm -hmm. 
you will be fulfilled and you can make as much money as you want. Right. Buy all the things that you want and not have to feel guilty about those things. Exactly. Exactly. And then, then you, you feel good about doing good things like too for other people and um, you know, and it just kind of circulates back because you do want to help other people because you are fulfilled and you want to help other people feel fulfilled as well. So um, yeah, it, but it's, it's all mindset, right? Right. So like some of the things just quickly, like some of the mistaken beliefs and stuff and, you know, when you're kids and when you're a kid and your parents and your um, friends and everyone um, say these things to you and you just keep believing them and you hear your parents say things like, you know, life is a constant struggle. Um, or, you know, you should always be nice no matter how you feel or, um, I'm nothing unless other people love me and approve me, approve of me, so forth and so on. So, um, you know, I'm not important. My feelings, you know, are, are important. Um, you know, we, we hear these things, a lot and we hear people say these things to us and we hear, um, you know, we've heard our parents or relatives or even, you know, bosses, supervisors, managers say things like that to us. And so we very often have these mistaken beliefs about ourselves or I can't afford to have that. I don't have time. I don't have the talent. Um, I don't deserve something. And then, you know, as soon as we have all of these, not as soon as, but, you know, we continue to have all of these mistaken beliefs about ourselves, we are actually going to guarantee that we pretty much won't have or get what it is that we want. Um, because we always have these negative, negative mind, negative mindset. Right. Or even um, like that money is, it's hard to make money. You have to work really hard to make money. You have to have a really good job to be successful. Um, you know, like you have to like put in a ton of hard work to make money. Like it's mm-hmm. not really true. Right. Like it's, it's, it can be true if you make it true, but it, you really, not that, not that there's anything wrong with hard work, but people kind of pride themselves on hard work a little mm-hmm. more than they need to. Like All right. if you find something that you love doing, you're going to do it. You're going to find a way to do it so that it doesn't totally take the life out of you. Right. Well, and I think people confuse busyness Mm. with, you know, actually, you know, doing something or accomplishing something or, you know, taking, um, you know, the right action or doing the right things, you know, as long as they stay busy, you know, they feel as though harder, not harder. Right. Two things that are important for your goal and to help you achieve your goal and not just keep being busy doing shit. And because very often we do busy work to prevent, you know, to keep us from doing the other stuff. Well, I'm so busy doing this and this and this and this that are really not important at all. And then, so I don't have time to do that. I don't have time to, you know, start my own business. I don't have time to meal plan. I don't have time to cook in advance. I don't have time to go to the grocery store and buy healthy food. (laughs) You know what I mean? So, because I'm too busy doing all this other crap that's not important at all. Right. Yeah. 
Yep. Yeah. Having having what you want, having more money, it, it's only going to amplify who you truly are. It's not going to turn you into a bad person. Money doesn't money isn't the root of all evil. You're not going to be a bad no. person by making more money. You are going to be a more you are going to be able to give more and mm-hmm. heal yourself as well. So just uh, get that idea yeah. in mind. Yep. Um. Yeah. So that's so. I mean, this kind of went in like eighty-two directions, but you get the point. Like, right. Like ramble session, but. Well, I think you know it is. It was all you know based oh on reframing your mindset. Right. Yeah. And I think we all need to do that. I'm actually putting together some um, freebies that. Um, that I'll be sharing with people on um, Instagram and, and on my website and on Facebook um, about limiting beliefs and mistaken beliefs and questions to ask yourself to help you get through those, work through those and find out what they are and overcome them so that you can start, um, you know, living the life that you want, whether it's being healthier, being, you know, more fit, and eating better, uh, just doing something different in your life, finding a new job, trying to be, you know, live a life that's more fulfilling and passionate to you, whatever it happens to be. It's very difficult often to do that if we hold on to these limiting mistaken beliefs. You know, so just like, you know, this reminds me every time I say it about the Wizard of Oz. (laughs) And Emily's looking at me probably saying, what the heck? are you talking about but if you think about it like the cowardly lion he was not really a coward he thought he was cowardly but he was not he actually helped kill the witch and all he needed was a medal he needed validation and then he felt courageous and the same thing with the uh scarecrow You know, people were telling him, you're stupid. You're just full of, your head is full of straw. You're just a dummy. All he needed was the degree. Well, he gave somebody handed him a piece of paper and all of a sudden he was smart. And it wasn't the piece of paper that made him smart. He was always smart. He just didn't believe in himself. He needed that validation. And very often the validation, we search for it from the outside, but it's within us all. We're not, nobody from the outside is usually just going to give it to you. You have to stop thinking of yourself as a victim of whatever your circumstance and find it within yourself, uh, you, the, your true being, who you, who you really are. So just like in The Wizard of Oz, which was one of our favorite movies to watch together um, when you were little. And of course, I watched it when I was little, probably in black and white. Um, <laughs> well, pots have been in black and white anyway. So, yes. Yeah. We have it within us. We do. Any last words of thoughts from your side? Mm, I mean, that was kind of it. That was a little more than I was ready for. Anyway, <laughs> okay, well, that's what happens when you start having a conversation, right? And that's probably what we're going to start doing a little bit more because it's just easier for us. We end up having all these conversations. We're like, oh, we should have just recorded that. So 
Right, 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 right. So we're going to do that, regardless of Emily's dogs barking in the background. If you can hear some dogs, Emily's got three dogs at home. There's usually four, but today there's only three. And sometimes they're very good watchdogs, Em, so they bark to let you know something's somebody's there. Yeah, they're being really obnoxious right now. Well, they're big dogs, and they're doing their job. That's their job, right? That's their job. That's what they're doing. I guess they feel fulfilled. Right. So we'll let it happen. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, until next time, then. Yeah, you can just finish this out because they are not stopping. Anytime. No, no. So anyway, if you guys... Yep. Like the, like the podcast, feel free to give us a five-star review. We really, really appreciate the reviews, any comments, um, downloading the episodes. And we look forward to uh, you tuning in um, again. And if you have any ideas of topics that you would like to hear from the perspective of a millennial and a baby boomer, uh, feel free to shoot us an email, a DM on Instagram, a comment, or whatever. So that being said, we'll bid you farewell and talk to you soon. Who says bid you farewell? <laughs> Old people, like me. Okay. Bye. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening. <laughs>